0: Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen. We have a political message that is going viral, and it's going viral (laughs) for all the right reasons. Going viral actually is a good thing here in an arena that is often so divisive, it offers a glimmer of hope. The opposing candidates running to become Utah's next governor. Two
2: competing candidates from opposing parties running for governor in Utah joining forces. Yeah, the joint message from Senate Governor Spencer Cox and his Democratic challenger Chris Peterson is that Utah can set an example for the rest of the country.
1: That's been a pretty cool thing to watch from my vantage point. It has been a remarkable ride for these two candidates and for their video as it has, uh, you know, to use the appropriate parlance, gone viral. It has circled the globe and come back again. It's been absolutely uh, fascinating and is a point of pride, I believe, for this great state to to have its hand in teaching this lesson. That civility is something that can, in fact, be uh, captured and held on to even in the midst of a contest as important and crucial as the race for governor, uh, as is the case here in the state of Utah. We spoke earlier in the week on the day of its release, uh, the day of this video's release, we spoke to current Lieutenant Governor Spencer Cox, the Republican nominee for governor. Joining me now is the other half of this now viral video, Chris Peterson, Democratic candidate for governor. Uh, Mr. Peterson, sir, how are
2: you? Hey, I'm doing all right. Thanks for having me, Lee. It's good to be here.
1: Yeah, when uh, when this whole idea came about, could you have predicted that today uh, your name and face would be plastered on uh, news outlets, not only around Utah, but around the world?
2: Well, I thought we'd get a little bit of attention from it because it's a pretty unusual thing, and it's a, it's a poignant message. But uh, no, I did not think it was going to get as much attention as it has by any means.
1: I've seen uh, interviews, and you heard that montage of, of different introductory uh, comments and different news coverage of, of this video. You've been granting interviews, and you've been doing so, I, I'd point out, side-by-side uh, side with Spencer Cox. That, uh, I think, is a good kind of furtherance of the message conveyed in this video. What's been, what's been like the most far-flung news outlet that you've interacted with thus far?
2: Well, I, I've got an interview, radio interview uh, scheduled with New Zealand uh, uh, coming up in a few days. So, I mean, it's about as far as you can get. I, I suppose I haven't heard from Antarctica yet. Oh,
1: we'll, we'll see if we can change that. Producer Amy, would you reach out to your counterparts in Antarctica, see if we could arrange something for uh, for the good candidate here? Uh, th- this this segment is called a, a Day in the Life. It's designed to uh, allow candidates uh, a chance to kind of peel back the curtain a little bit, share with the listeners here uh, exactly what the experience is uh, of running for office. It's not necessarily, uh, you know, a platform for policy and position. We're not digging into uh, the other candidates or anything like that, but it is simply to share uh, what you're going through. And so I'd ask you, what is what is life like these days? You wake up in the morning, uh, you, you're trying to get yourself into the governor's mansion what do you do to pull that off
2: well today's a bit unusual i mean we woke up at 5 in the morning to record a segment on uh, good morning america no that was yesterday i take it back today was the today show so it's been it's been a bit of a whirlwind as the past a little bit with this viral video on civility uh, but we're still we're still focused on a lot of the regular issues that we've been talking about throughout the entire campaign. Tomorrow we're headed to Cedar City, Utah, uh, to present our rural economic development plan at Southern Utah University. We've got a number of stop offs along the way, so we're still running all around the state, uh, I did, doing honking waves and uh, uh, did a rally in Ogden last weekend. So we're just trying to raise uh, name recognition try to run a positive campaign focused on uh, the issues that we care about and that we think uh, Utahns are ready to, to get behind.
1: You try to as you uh, you know embark on some new adventure in life you try to predict everything that could uh, come before you I'm assuming you did not predict a global pandemic uh, aside from that, ha- have there been any other uh, events or occurrences uh, that have just absolutely caught you off guard and surprised you things that you might uh, you know share with some other uh, you know wannabe candidate who's considering what life might be like anything surprised you?
2: Oh my goodness, Lee. It's been a roller coaster, you know, when we were putting together our campaign store with all the t-shirts and the hats and the bumper stickers. Uh the print shop where we had where we had had all of our inventory ready to go, burned down and destroyed all the inventory oh, no. and start all over again. I mean, it's been it's been one thing after another like that. But the thing in life is you just have to keep on trying and keep on fighting and 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 you never know. I mean, look, I know that I've been an underdog in this race. And sometimes people write me off. But I think that more and more people are paying attention, that we actually have a very positive and thoughtful message that's moderate, uh, that really would actually be a breath of fresh air in the state of Utah. Utahns can trust that if if Karina Brown from Cache County and I are elected, that we will be good Responsible stewards, and that we'll be there on their side trying to make sure that our government continues to function, that the things that are working well we keep, and the places where we need improvement we make progress.
1: I, I saw you and Spencer Cox appear again together. On a a joint appearance, and I I forget the the outlet, but the question of the two of you was asked about the future of your collaboration, and should one of you, uh, you know, win this uh, election? Well, one of you obviously will win the election, but uh, whichever of you wins the election, would there be room in your administration for uh, your opponent? Let's go down that hypothetical road. If you were uh, to become the governor of this great state, would you extend an invitation to Spencer Cox to be a a part of your administration?
2: Sure. When, when, when I'm governor, I'll give Spencer a call <laughs> ask him what he wants to do. <laughs> and if he wins, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to going back to teaching. And, and uh, you know, I, I love being a teacher and being a law professor at the University of Utah is a great honor. And it also gives me a lot of opportunities to, to work on the kinds of pocketbook issues that, that uh, they affect people's daily lives, not just here in Utah, but across the country. That's what my research and all my public advocacy as an attorney has been focused on. Uh, and, you know, Spencer's a good person. I trust him and like him. We disagree about a lot of policy issues, and, and frankly, I think that more Utah's are on my side if you look at the polling on some of those key issues. But, uh, uh, yeah, I, uh, we, you know, if, if he calls, I'll think about it, <laughs> and I'll definitely call him if I, if I win.
1: All right, very good. Uh, last question I'll ask, you, and I've asked this of all the candidates. How, how's this campaign been on your family?
2: that's been tough i i i will be honest i mean right now uh, with uh, the pandemic and you know my wife is a brilliant attorney and she she works full time and we've got three kiddos uh, who are um, well it's not like school district so we're, we're learning at home uh, and I'm, and I'm, I'm juggling working half time up at the law school to keep, keep the bills paid. So yeah, it's, it's been hard. Uh, it, but I, I'm, I'm really blessed to have just wonderful kids that have been supportive and, and seem to be interested in the campaign. Uh, and my wife is just uh, such a remarkable, patient woman. I, I feel, you know, if anybody deserves thanks in all of this, it's her. So thank you.
1: Got about 15 seconds left. Uh, what's your final pitch to voters here on the program
2: today? I think that it's time for change in this state. You know, we had uh, three ballot measures last election that got overturned and and watered down. That's not right to disregard the will of the voters. I'll listen to the public and be a breath of fresh air. You can trust me to be a solid leader of this state.
1: Chris Peterson, Democratic candidate for governor of the great state of Utah, joining us here on this uh, segment of A Day in the Life. Mr. Peterson, thanks for your time. Best of luck to you.
2: Hey, thanks, Lee. Take care now. All righty. Quick break.
1: We're going to come back and have a conversation with our third college professor of the day. You like the first two? I'll give you one more. This time, it is about a a UVU professor looking into DNA as a predictor for success. What's that all about? We'll find out next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.
0: It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison.